When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Quality sleep through the night with Good Health Magnesium Sleep Cream, 230 grams. Now $25.99 at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday, the 7th of October. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ. Oh, Fridays are so good. Daggy nearly slept in. <laughs> nearly. I see nearly, but I didn't. <laughs> hey, nearly. Somebody. A little bit did. sleepy today. Somebody. I was a little bit sleepy sleep. today. <laughs> I was a little bit sleepy today, Kempi. A little bit sleepy. The alarm goes off quarter to five, and I'm like, oh, yes, sweet ass. Let's put the old. And then, oh, sh- I was like, oh, 5.25, oh, wow, get out of bed, I was like, get up. Ah, all good, though. We're here, we're here to rip into Friday and have some fun, because we love a fun Friday, and there is plenty going on. I'm just going to read this text message, Kempi, before I ask you how you are. Is he, as a, as a bay boy, could you and Smitty please give a plug to the following? www.hawksbayrowing.co.nz slash going for gold at Hopmail. Celebrating our very own two Olympic gold medalists at Tokyo. Five Olympic gold medals in 38 years. Goal is set 
for the club for another 146 years and make rolling available to more people in the Hawke's Bay community on the banks of the Clive River. So if you can give it a shout out, then great. No problem if you can't. That's from Andrew. Yes, always supporting local sport and particularly in Hawke's Bay. Appreciate that message, Andrew. Be like Andrew today, double eight, double three, any time, or even better, 0800-150-811 on the Kennard's Hire phone line. Going to say a good morena to the team in Auckland. you got Joe and Neeps, Aroha in the back, giving us all the updates and news. And then Louis Herman what? and morena to you, Uncle. Morena, 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 my brother. Yeah, no, it's good. It's still pretty cold up here. must be freezing down there. Hey, down at uh, Otatahi with the... I guess I guess good for the um, skiers. Lots of skiers down South Island. They've got the finally got the head of snow coming into summer. They're a bit late, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Keep it. It's, it's a, I don't know what the ski fields are doing. Like if this latest dump is enough for them to to keep the ski fields open, or will we just it'll just whittle away really quick with with obviously a little bit of heat coming back. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some ski fields are, are trying to push the boundaries. Or they've already packed up shop knowing that uh, we're into October and it's going to get warm. But uh, she is pretty cold down here, Kempe. Very, very cold. Just give a quick update of what we've got coming up on the show. Yesterday, Maddie White joined the lads. Bathurst is happening shortly. And petrol heads will be fizzed as Bathurst 1000 approaches. The boys chatted to Maddie White yesterday to talk all things Bathurst SVG, chasing the record. He's on 18 wins, tied with Scotty McLaughlin at the moment for the most wins in a season. Can he get that done this weekend? Wow, Greg Murphy? The old dog giving another crack at Bathurst. How good is that? Plenty to talk about, and the boys will play that for you after 7 o'clock. And then Stars of Spring. We'll chat with the principal of the Tangerine Army, Tiako. David Ellis is his army. will look to defend its battlegrounds at Matamata. On Saturday, so looking forward to having a chat to um, David Ellis, probably the key figure and why they are so good. Plenty of cash, anyway, that's for sure. Looking forward to hearing from him. And then after eight, one more sleep to the big dance. Rugby World Cup kicks off with the Black Ferns taking on the Wallaroos. Pip Love will be looking to add her dominance in the front row. And will join us after 8 o'clock as well. So looking forward to having a chat to Pip Love. See how she's enjoying Mike Crono, the scrum doctor. The Ford's doctor. As his influence has taken over with the Black Fern. So yep, happy Friday boys. Off for a round of golf today for work. How terrible. Timmy, he knows how it is. I'm with you Timmy. Golf after this charity event though lads. Raising money for the Brains Trust down here and uh, in Christchurch. Got a few of the few of the old timers coming, Louis Kempe. Uh, got got uh, well, I'll read your list. I'll read your list who's playing today. We've got Andy Ellis is having a crack. He's coming back into he's made his way back to New Zealand lads. So we've got Andy Ellis. We've got Christian Cullen. Kelly's coming to have a crack. Careful if you have a haggle. Careful if you have a haggle because the stories the stories go. He doesn't like being beat. <laughs> he's a he's a good golfer. A good, he's a good golfer. He's a good golfer, and he doesn't like giving shots away to hackers, and then them oh. chipping in. <laughs> you know you know about okay. those blokes that don't like getting beat, eh? Hey, is he? You just yeah. chip, just chip away at them. 
They just, you know, pick it. Oh, is he? That's his hero, Kimpy. Just, scra- just scratch it. Just scratch it for a couple of holes. It'll start to come off. Nothing but respect for Cully. <laughs> yeah, look, I'll, I'll get into him, though. I'll give him, a, I'll give him a little bit of band. He loves a bit of band. He's a very good golfer. Cully is a very good golfer. So, look, I hate that too, mate. When you, when you turn up and you're like, what are you off? And they're like, oh, 28. I'm like, okay. So I've got to give you an extra... Uh, 10 shots, eh? So you get two shots on the 10 hardest holes. Okay, I see you. Sweet as. Pa, pa, <laughs> bogey. I was like, mate, you're an absolute burglar. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's, there is plenty out there. There is plenty out there. We've got Brendan Laney, Chainsaw, Chainsaw. Laney plan. You got what his golf lady. swings like? Probably like, uh, yeah, starting a chainsaw. He'd be, yeah. be 28. Oh, <laughs> it'll be erratic. It'll be erratic. He's off. He's on a 24, so yeah. Oh, you go. can he's see a burglar. it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> he's a burglar. We've got Chris Harris, old Harry's having a crack. Uh, what else we got? Casey Lalala, Corey Flynn. Corey Flynn and those T-Rex arms? I've never, I, I just can't imagine. <laughs> can't imagine Corey Flynn hitting a golf ball. He's probably listening on the building site because he, he works extremely hard and they tune in, the, the lads he here. So, he can't rotate. Um, he can't rotate, mate. Like He struggled to throw the ball in the line out, let alone swing well, a golf got, club around his body. 18 broken arms, hasn't he? Oh, mate. Yeah, that's why I call him T-Rex. He's like that. His, his forearm, his forearm's broken at about 600 times, so it's kind of shrunk a little bit. Because like every time you just lose a bit of bone, so he's like that. <laughs> so that imagine, imagine the golf swing. Probably a good putter, though. The leading hand will be good. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll Sorry, Sorry Flea, love you, mate. He's got extra length on the shaft. <laughs> yeah. Graham Bashup. We got Bashy playing today. So it'll be good to have a chat to him. We had him on the show not so long ago. It's a late, late night. Yeah. Greg Turner, Greg is, Turner. Is any is any building being done in Christchurch today, or is it? Oh. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing's been done. Greg Turner, obviously legendary golfer. Hayden Ralston, uh, Kazuma Kabori, who's who's actually just been a part of the um, New Zealand amateur team, so he's an actual golfer. <laughs> so he'll probably carry us. Uh, Karen Reed, Matt Henry, Matt Henry's playing. Lee Hart, uh, who else? Nathan Estel. Uh, Sir Richard Headley, Tom Latham, and Warwick Taylor. Um, Tom's dad. Yeah, Tails. Tom's Taylor. <laughs> Tom Taylor's dad. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a light-up today, a bit of pressure on. We're just raising money for obviously the, obviously the Brains Trust, and uh, it's going to be a big night. Sponsored by Asahi too, Kimpy. So, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to nice. try, sp- <laughs> try and sneak out of there very, very quick. Excuse yeah. me? Why? You, you, what, to get, what, to your boot your car and get the decks? <laughs> No, 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 no. Family weekend, bro. I, I just don't want to be hungover. I need to just be on. So, boys, obviously, if I miss you at 7.30, you'll get an inkling of where I'm at. Okay? Yeah. Actually, Asahi's, Kempi, you'll, you'll like this because you know what blokes are like. Yeah. Actually, actually, speaking of what blokes are like, how long did your sober October last? Yeah, six days, 15 hours, 36 minutes and 18 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well... Good oh, effort. That's, that's that's six days. It's probably five days more than the bookies were tipping you to do. Um, <laughs> yesterday, I got a message earlier in the week from one of my good mates, Sam Brackenridge. He's a good high school mate, and uh, his folks now live in Cooks Beach. And he works with the king. He dies a diver in South Australia, and he works diving with the kingfish, and he's done all the tuna and that sort of thing. And I got a message from earlier in the week. Hey, you around on Thursday? I'm I'm back in New Zealand visiting my nan and my folks. Um. 
I'm I'm going to be in Auckland picking up my brother. And I was like, yeah, man, sweet. So yesterday rolls around, about two in the arve, go pick him up. We go get a box a, couple, a box of Asahi. And we start, start getting through the Asahi, and it's just a great drop, isn't it? If you just want a casual midweek beer. And about, oh, then another box. And then about three hours in, um, he plays me this voicemail. Well, I hear him playing this voicemail, and it's like, Oh, you know, happy day of birth, mate. Like, uh, like one of his Aussie mates. Like, and I thought it was a bit of a prank. And it's like happy day of birth, mate. Like, enjoy it, you know, rah rah. But I was like, oh, then maybe that's just like a meme or something. I don't know what it was on his phone. Twenty minutes later, I was like, better check. So, mate, it's not your birthday, is it? <laughs> He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you kidding? He's like, nah, man. He's like, oh, this is great. Just having a few beers with an old mate. Just like, just chopping a few, ba- <laughs> chopping a few. I was like, Did, why didn't you tell me? He's like, well, you didn't ask. And he's like, how didn't you know? We've been friends for 15 years. I'm like, wait, well, I don't know. And I was thinking, that's the most blokey thing in the world. You don't know when your mate's birthday is, and they don't tell you it's their birthday, and you're just sitting there chopping beers, and nobody even, nobody even thought to mention. I was like, that is he's, such a Kiwi. He's sitting there going, you're a prick. You're a pro. I thought you were one of my best mates. You haven't even said happy birthday. He's getting he, every sip. It's just getting going down. He's just getting sadder and sadder. He's come out and just made you feel bad. It, honestly, oh. it, it actually. I thought it was gonna be like that. It actually wasn't. It was more like, nah, mate. Well, I don't want to fuss, mate. I just wanted to drink mm. some beers, you know, for my birthday. So I'd get away from my folks and come up to Auckland. So I was like, well, I was like, oh, well, you should have told me, and you might have been able to twist my arm to tie one on. I was like, well, I gotta kind of get up pretty early, but. Well, at this stage, we were, we were, we were going. So. <laughs> no, it was, oh, it was just a, a classic bloke thing, AKMP. Did just, he bring any fish? He, no, he said he, he brought, he was meant to bring prawns from South Oz. Oh, yeah, man. And oh, he didn't. Yeah. He left them at his folks down in Cooks. Um, but yeah, no, interesting, like, interesting, like, great life. Well, interesting life. Lives in a tiny place called Sharinga where there's about 25 people. It's three hours. No, eight hours west of Port Lincoln. So if you look at a map, it's in the middle of nowhere, right on the south coast of Australia. And yeah, they, they dives works in those um big uh, kingfish nets where they've got a hundred at one stage. They could any one stage they might have fifty thousand, a hundred thousand kingfish, and he just dives in there and gets out the dead ones. And yeah, interesting guy, good good dude, Sammy. Yeah, but it was his birthday. Say happy birthday, Sam, and good to good to peel some sahis with you. <laughs> Wow, that is crazy, man! Like you watch those shows, diving over in those Australian waters. Oh, scary! <laughs> oh, he's got some shark great... week. <laughs> well, so sharks used to when he was on the tuna in the tuna nets on the tuna boats. So they used to get sharks would every once in a while get into the nets, but yeah. it's not really that dangerous because what they do is they would gorge themselves and then be comed. So the divers would go in, and the sharks are essentially, if they've gone through, they can only go through, say, two or three, or I don't know how many tunas until they fills their belly up. And then they're just, mm. have you seen a shark asleep? They just kind of coast. They just, like, they just coma, and they're just kind of, like, wiggling <laughs> along. So the divers get in there, and they just grab a side of it and just angle it out of the net and then just push it away. Oh, and he's, oh, he's sent some GoPro footage through. It's, it, it doesn't look right, and it's spooky. Well, a big great white. No, I don't think they're great whites, but but yeah, no, they just get in there, they have a little nibble, then they kind of comb around. Food comb, you know what that's like, Diggy? I do, I do. Food comb is real, lads. Bad boy yesterday. Went and got a haircut, went and got a haircut. I was like, Arlo hates haircuts. He's like, 
I'm like, someone get you to hear goes, oh, dad, it's too long, man. It's too long. Well, his hair's five minutes. Mine's an hour. And um, <laughs> so he's waiting. <laughs> he's waiting for me. But anyway, I'm like, I'll go get you Maccas. He's like, yeah, 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 sweet as dad. I was like, sweet as, I'll go get me a ramen. <laughs> Order a Maccas. I'm like, I might have Maccas, eh? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Order dad a, a nice Big Mac with a McChicken on the side. It was good. Good. So, yes, food coma last night. Food coma, lads. Food coma last night. Uh, looking to uh, get back on the wagon today and, and rip into it. Must be rip something. into it, lads. Must be something in the water seven hours mate. on the wagon? Like. <laughs> well, I went to the gym yesterday, had a mean session, nearly vomited again. And I was like, why am I nearly vomiting? And I was like, because you're unfit and need to eat better. And I was like, okay, so he hasn't even lasted half the day and ruined it. It's square one, but that's okay. That's all right, lads. I had a good day on the punt, lads. Hey, how was the punt? Look, last night I thought, man, Addington Raceway. I'll, I'll just bet on the last three. I'll just have a little go on the last three, eh? Daggy, why don't you have a go on the last three? Yes, sweet as. Okay, here we go. Race nine, Ultra Meteor for a place, paying $2.45. Got it, came third. Addington, race 10, Artie by the Hill. Brain them, smoke them. Why not pay $3.10? Ooh. Race three, Skittle Bomb. Robbie Close on top, the Goose. I'm thinking, yes, come on, Goosey, you'll get it done. It's won its last start, had a little breast. Anyway, it was leading around the bend, then died. And, uh, it, yeah, skittled out. And I lost last leg. Another three-leg pronger. <laughs> and I got deflated, lads. So I'm a bit done. Wait, you can't be wasting your ammo at Addington on a Thursday night and getting deflated. We got a group one. That's good, mate. We got a group one what weekend. Hey, what about yesterday's mail though? Our Jamala paid four eighty two dollars ten. Race yeah, that was a good, that was a good one. Race six at Waverley. So hey, just when I looked, it was paying six bucks, and I was like. Mm. Oh, no, nah, I'll give it a miss today. How <laughs> <laughs> insulting to Robbie Patterson and the, the, and the whole Sorry. of Taranaki. Um, he's actually got a he's got secret of more in this weekend, Robbie, in that good race, the Mears race at uh, Taranaki, uh, where is it, Harwater, Darcy LaBella, Jodelin Gow. It's a good race. And secret of more is a good horse. She's a good mare second up. If the track comes back to something soft, she'll be going real close. Um, just quickly, before we carry on with anything further. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just a, a live look into the kitchen there. Is he back? Is that Joe? No, mate. Joe doesn't sleep in. Joe doesn't sleep. Rats don't sleep. Nepia! Yeah, I've got to fess up, boys. <laughs> Terrible one from me this morning. The alarm didn't go off. Didn't, <sighs> didn't set the alarm. It's my own fault. i got nothing to say oh. for myself. <laughs> it's all right, mate. Hey, 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 hey. That's all right. That's all right. Kids slept in six times. You can catch up. You'll be right. Take one off. Take one off. I can't, I can't get any better than that. It's, it's a very good point. Kids slept in in his last week on the job. He's phoned it out. Nepius slept in in his first week on the job. He's phoned it out. Um, well, he slept in. But he got here in time before the show, eh, lads? So he's back in. He's boasting. He's I've looked boasting. at the quiz. I've looked at the quiz, mate. You, you're angry about it, aren't you? <laughs> I'm I'm fired up. I'm I'm here to get it done, Daggy. Okay, mate. Feeling for the pundits out there. Oof. Anyway, it, we're it? here. Ripping Fun Friday. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
right. I'm just going to sit here today. I'm just going to sit here and laugh. Daggy's on one, eh? He you notice? He's excited today. He Love is that. on one. Um, look, uh, I don't even know if I've got a can't wait question of the day for you. I'll just play it and see what comes to my head. Can't wait question of the day. I guess it's fun Friday. Um, there's so much sport. What's appointment viewing for you? How about that? Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Everybody pick one thing, and we'll make our we'll make our sport viewing diary for the weekend. What's appointment viewing for you? Mm. Give us the name, the venue, and time. Double eight double three. Name of the event, the venue, the time. We're gonna build our little diary for appointment viewing for a massive weekend of sport. I'll kick us off, and then we'll head off and come back from Izzy and Kempi. Might and power. Caulfield, about 6.30 on Saturday. Animo Ozaki, Mr. Brightside, I'm Thunderstruck. Maunga, that's for me. That is the headliner. Appointment viewing, what's it for you? 0800 150 The Kennard Tire phone line is there. Here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 27 minutes past six. We're building our weekend schedule. What is appointment viewing? Where is it? When is it? What is it? It all starts at 3 p.m. today, says Kimberly Hagley Oval, Bangladesh versus Pakistan. Yeah, Kimberly, that's a really good point. You should see this the weekend schedule I wrote up yesterday. We have to set up a second TV. <laughs> How good is that? Is he? It's one of those weekends. It's huge weekend. <clears throat> Sorry. I love that one for you. Sorry about it. I love that uh, might and power. Just had a look at that. That is a stacked race. That is an absolute stacked race, and it's hard to pick. Hard to pick. Who, who are you going? Are you going Animo? Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hard on Animo. This just doesn't this get beat, mate. Oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Can people go? Oh, no, yes, I'm, mate, I'm going unbeaten all season. Yeah, yeah I'm like, well, hopefully. I'm like more. I'm loving Moonga and uh, obviously Alligator Blood just sneaks home every single time. Good horse. Um, for me, it's going to be Saturday night. Look, boys, I'm, I'm absolutely fizz on this Black Ferns competition. They are taking on the Wallaroos. Just the whole build-up and just seeing what's unfolded, the, the hype that's been behind them and, and the kind of messaging that's coming out. We're going to have Pip Love on after 8 o'clock and obviously, um, you know, Chrono's influence. Uh, yeah, it's just... Just got me first. We have a genuine chance to, to win that competition, I feel. Um, obviously, it's going to be really tough against England and France, but the messaging has inspired me, and, and hopefully Kiwis will sell out this Eden Park game, but continue to support them throughout the tournament. That's what I'm hoping. So, Black Ferns for me, boys. Yeah, come on, the Black Ferns. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to watching that too, especially the opening, opening day-night. Um, with the three games there, should be good. See how many people get there, see how many people actually support our team, what it looks like. Um, then straight into Sunday morning, mate, for me, looking at uh, Leeds and Leeds and the Kiwis and see how the Kiwis roll out. I've seen their, seen their side and Thomas is captaining them. Um, lot, all the Melbourne boys are playing, so they, they must need a run. And he's got, uh, got a decent side running out against them, but whether or, whether or not it's anywhere near their best test team, I'm not. I'm not sure. None of the Penrith boys in there. None of the finals boys in there. Um, but yeah, that's me. I'm. I'm looking forward to that World Cup start. How the, how do the boys look first up? First that out. Kimby, it's actually a probably. Well, I don't know if it's emotional, but quite a sentimental game for it for you. Well, yeah. Look, it's played at Headingley. I play. I spent four years at Headingley. Um, and Thomas, I watched the 2003 semi-final against Penrith uh, last night, and Thomas was playing five eight way back then in the in the in the last game <laughs> before the big dance. Yeah, 
and you're talking 20 years ago, and this kid's running out captain the Kiwis. It's it's unheard of, mate. Yeah. You know, it is unheard of. So, um, yeah, there'd be a lot of Kiwis. I spoke to a good mate of mine up there, as we, we've had on the show, Carl Hall, who, who runs Doncaster. Um, he was with Ficker Paliasino, who'll come on the show next week. And they're getting together all the Kiwi boys to go along to Headingley awesome. um, to support Thomas. And as you know, as he, when you go up to England, there's lots of Kiwis up there, mate. Lots of lots of boys come up there and play and never come home. Uh, Ficker and Carl are two, just two of them. But, you know, Hot Rock Cassini's <laughs> up there. Um, there's, a ton, there's a ton of them. Alex Chan, uh, who's now coaching up there. There's a ton of ex-Kiwi boys that are, are running around there. And that's real cool for Thomas. That's real cool for Thomas. That, you know, he gets to lead his country out on his basically his final game at Headingley in a warm-up game. It's very special and it's just so richly deserved because you pointed it out to be playing the, the longevity and the consistency at the level that he played at for so long. My lifetime, to be honest, my sport viewing lifetime, I've, as long as I can remember, Thomas Luluai has been a Kiwi. Get that through your head. That's that's it's it's incredible feat, Kempi, so I completely agree. Some great texts here we'll get to on the other side of this. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota together with Shaping and Building New Zealand. What is appointment viewing for you this sporting weekend? What is it? When is it? Where is it? Come on, double eight, double three. So what you want? I want bourbon. SNZ Friday, welcome, well done for making it this far, 7th of October, we are in the heart of spring racing now and we're going to talk a little bit about that later on in the show with David Ellis and we'll also lob a couple of tips out to start your weekend. Uh, right, a couple of sports headlines on behalf of Bunnings Trade, helping business is our trade. The White Ferns have chosen to bowl first in the last T20 against the West Indies woman in West Indies. Currently one and a half overs through the West Indies woman have got three runs on the board. Leah Tahuhu with the ball in hand at the moment. Uh, a text came through here about what you want to watch and when it is. It's from Adam. Morena, boys, it was going to be Ubank versus Ben, but now that's postponed. Correct, Adam. I saw that first thing this morning. And Chris Ubank Jr., well... I think he's the one that's come out quite well throughout this all. And he says, he's tweeted, Connor got caught using an illegal substance, so the fight is off. Can't believe it. I really apologise to the fans and everyone that bought tickets, travelled and booked hotels. This should not have happened. He has escaped his schooling for now. So he's not happy. The fans aren't happy. Eddie Hearn's trying to deflect left, right and centre. The whole thing's a bit of a shambles. But Adam did finish off by saying 1pm Sunday. Bathurst, go on, the Giz and Kempi, I know you're excited for Bathurst. Yeah, I actually got to go around there back in the old days, in the 90s, you were allowed to drive around there, so I've had a crack at Bathurst, and I'm looking at it now, oh, and yeah? just seeing the old, you know, Camaros, the old Tiranas, you know, all the old um, Mustangs, old Porsche cars driving around, getting beaten up by the Holdens and the Falcons, I hate it just sort of brings back those memories, look at the old Chryslers, the cars, Man, I'll have one of those. Jeez, look at them. Well, you've got plenty of cars. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a car tragic. I'm absolutely yeah. a car tragic. But yeah, so you could drive around them. Back in the 90s, you could actually go to Bathurst and drive onto the track and have a crack. 
Like a picture you've driving down Conrod Street just reading. <laughs> you haven't seen me drive. I am a granddad, mate. My mates, this, my mates, and there'll be a couple of them listening. Their their fun on a Saturday night was putting me in the back seat of their car because they all had these cars, the old Tirana, especially the old Taranas, and go as fast as they could in them, mate, and watch watch me scream and, t- and threaten to beat them up and just get let me out of the car. So I would walk home from from wherever. Are you good with heights? <laughs> Uh, no, I hate heights, but I love, like, like my adrenaline, I love bungee jumping, and I hate heights. Sure. It's the adrenaline rush. I get an absolute high out of it, but I can't, funny story, my daughter's, my daughter's mad. She's absolutely mad, so she takes me that big one down in Queenstown. And I don't know, like the heaviest has to go first. <laughs> I just thought, yeah. I'll go out there and I'll think whether or not I'll do it. And they say, well, heaviest first. I'm like, look, around, it's just full of girls, mate. I'm going, and then you got the girl thing. And I'm thinking, well, I can't pussy out here. <laughs> <laughs> the big man on campus, the big dog. And when they said the heaviest, my daughter's just started crying with laughter, mate, because she knows what I'm like. And she's just looking, laughing. Oh, the scariest thing, scariest thing in my life. But for the rest of the day, just on an absolute buzz, mate. You know that adrenaline yeah. kicks in. So, I guess that's what it's like when you're driving around Bathurst. Um, could talk to Matty White that, um, about Bathurst. So, you know, mm. I, I, I love watching those old cars. Is he? I'm a, I'm, those cars bring back so many uh, good memories for me. And um, yeah. Just what? Just watching them go around at a hundred thousand miles an hour, crazy. So good. All right, a couple of these. Is he will bounce through and get your take on them? Uh, Al says the yeah, tunnies sweet. for the upset of the year on Saturday, four thirty. Come on! Oh, I'd love to see it, Al. Oh, I'd love to see it, but I, I just don't think it's going to happen, mate. Richie goes, Morena lads, Caulfield race nine, seven ten p.m. Cool sign, Mav for the win. Well, can he go back to back in Group Ones? I tell you what, Richie. I tell you what, if it gets a little bit wet underfoot in Melbourne, I don't know what the forecast is over there. I haven't looked yet. He's a genuine blowout chance at that price um, in the Tourac, isn't it? Uh, honestly, I've, I had a look and I couldn't yes, quite. Turek. I couldn't quite believe he was. Well, he's twenty. Yeah, twenty ones and fives. Last start, Group One winner. He's not outweighted, really. I mean, yeah, he's giving a couple of the nice ones four or five kilos, but he's proven horse, and that's why you get the weight. So I don't mind that, Richie. A Mawonga on the inside. Taking Gentleman Roy. Taking Gentleman Roy on that uh, for top three. Jai McNeil hasn't run out of the – yeah, yeah, no. uh, No worries at all. No worries at all. I just don't – you wouldn't want it to get too wet. I just don't know what the forecast Mm. is over there. Uh, but yeah, no, Tuvalu's the one that um, when I had first had a look at the field, I thought he'd be the real threat. But cool, son, Mav, definitely not the worst. I'm watching the Ironman Worlds right now, boys. Just the women's race today left for the 180k bike leg. Tamaki's Beck Clark sitting fourth out of the swim. Pretty love it, mate. Man, love it. Great. He, he loves his Ironman. Eh? He loves his triathlons. Doesn't he? He's, he's mm. hey, Brett. You'll know. Actually, tell us when you call in for the quiz. Hayden Wild, have we got a? Have, has Helmet Gate been resolved? Has he well, been upgraded to the gold yet? Brett, can you let us know when you call through? Richie says the Knicks' first proper home game on Sunday, which will finish just in time for the last hour of Bathurst. Kimpy, breakers tonight as well? Yep. 
that's good to get them back home again and see whether or not. Oh, look, they lost their first one in extra time. To get a win at home and get the fans back on side, um, be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mate, so much sport. That's right. And Mark goes, ideal viewing tomorrow with everything you guys are talking about. <laughs> the Mark Walker slaughter at Matamata, at least eight winners. Well, Mark, you might be right because get this. When I was writing the intro for DC Alice, I counted, and I think this might be a record even for them. I don't know. We can ask David. 36 Tiako runners lining up tomorrow at the two thoroughbred meets. 36 horses, I think. That is crazy. And they're just about to unleash them all. Um, glad you got to fill up on our Jamala. It wasn't quite a favourite, was it, Mark? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you're going to have to ask Paulie Mawati if he's got a special on for tomorrow with Talco's winners. Like over under 10. <laughs> well, they have, I think, what's the most I've won in a race meet? Six? Jamie Richards ran, won... Six, and then I think Vamos Beeb was demoted, so five at Ellerslie. But that was like Boxing Day. They were Group 1s and Group 2s. It was just insane a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, it must be a power play, surely, Paulie, if you're listening. And Mark, the Hulk, well, of course he would love this. Morena lads and Aroha, I just want to give a big shout-out to Chemist Warehouse and Musashi. Prize pack delivered yesterday that we were giving away a couple of weeks ago, and it is awesome. The wife pilfered the vitamins part apart from the men's multis, and I got the Musashi bars. Fair deal. Bloody good things. Smoked a couple already. Throwing tin around for fun. (laughs) (laughs) The rig. Hulk smash. Come on. Send us through a couple of pictures. We'll put them on our, on our Twitter accounts. Yeah, just don't tense. Just calm down. <laughs> 19 away he from looks seven. like Predator. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not nice, Kimpy. Mate, cut it out. You're, you're physique like that. Gee. Good on you, Mark. No doubt you'll be loving it. Good to hear. Great feedback there for Musashi as well. All right, Izzy, how many people are we going to need for this quiz? Why is Neep so angry? I would need, I need at least 10. I'd say. Right. Nah, probably eight. Eight. Mm. You're oh, angry. You're angry, Neeps. I don't know why you're angry, but you're lashing out on the quizzes. 0800-150-811. Come through. Take on the Quizmaster. Quizzy Dag after this. You know we're finally here, right? Where are we? It's Quizzy Dag on S-E-N-Z It's Quizzy Dag on S-E-N-Z It's Quizzy Dag. Give you gout. Quizzy oh day. I love that. It's gonna oh, it's gonna give you gout. Wow, the best line ever. I love it. I love it. Mark from Tauranga. Well, he won't get gout. He doesn't need anything bad. Come on, Marky. Morena to you. Morning, boys. How are you, mate? You hooked oh, into those. Yeah, you yeah. hooked into those vitamin C's this morning. No, I got watched all those, bro. I got a couple of the Musashi bars yesterday. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> happy you wife, happy like. life, Marky. 
You know. You know what they like when a parcel arrives. Boys, they just go to the door and like, oh, a parcel. Oh, it's for, it's for him. I swear I'll open it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oi, that is my pet hate. Come home. Why'd you open my parcel? I don't open your parcels. And you've opened the parcel and, oh, yeah, you know, you got these um, flowers delivered the other day from New Zealand Golf. I was like, oh, where's the letter? Oh, I put it in the bin. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> ah, right. the cheek of it. Anyway, Marky, good luck. Good luck. Happy Friday. Yeah, and which year did Roger Wetter, uh Redder Roger Wetterer? <laughs> <laughs> in what year did Roger Federer win his first Wimbledon title? Uh, oh, twenty-two, two thousand and two. So close, Marky, so close, but wrong, my friend. Have a good weekend, brother. Appreciate your time this morning. Uh, we're going to go to Zade from Auckland. He'll know. Zade, in which year did Roger Federer win his first Wimbledon title? Can I have a clue? Uh, Penrith played the Warriors a primary semi-final that year. Penrith played in the final. 2001? Oh, very close. Not 2001. Sorry, Zadie. Have a good day, brother. We're going to get a Tim from Christchurch. Morning, Tim. Told How you it's you hard. We're, go- we're on a heater this morning. Tell me, how are you? <laughs> You're on fire, Daggy. <laughs> uh, good. 2003. 2003 is correct. Well done. Question number two. What was New Zealand heavyweight wrestling champion Jake the Dragonaut Sheehan's finishing move in the ring? Oh, uh, yeah, upside down, jump off the top of a ladder. <coughs> uh, is it a pole neck? Oh. Sorry, Timmy. Appreciate it. Have a good day, mate. We're going to go to Tony in the Apples. Morning, Tony. <laughs> Morning, guys. How's it going? Oh, good. Oranges, Thank oranges. You. Body slam. <laughs> body slam. No good answer, but incorrect. Sorry, Tony. Have a good day, brother. John from Christchurch. Morning, John. G'day, this is how you going, mate? Good, thank you. I told you it's hard. What was New Zealand heavyweight wrestling champion Jake Sheehan's finishing move in the ring? That's the dude we heard talking the other day. Is it the pile driver? Jumping pile driver. Yeah, yes. pay it. Pay it. Pay it. Standing pile driver. Boom. How good. Question number three. Whose name comes after this iconic piece of NRL commentary? Holy God. Oh, I can't even hear it, mate. Play it, ag- play it again. Holy dooly. Oh, holy dooly. Uh, can I have a clue, Kimby? Yeah, it was between two Samoans at Mount Smart. <laughs> One of them was in the Roosters. Oh, <laughs> uh, Iconic. Now I'm going down. I'm out of here. <laughs> John. Oh, he's gone. Richie, up a hot morning. Morning. Oh, holy um, dooly. Holy dooly, is that the old David Kidwell smashing Willie Mason? Oh, no. On the good, right path. Good answer. On the right but path. No. Not Richie. Sorry, mate. Ed from Tolaga. Morning, Ed. Hey, morning, brothers. I think my cousin's doing a triathlon this weekend. 
Is he? Okay, e. okay, you on topic, mate. Holy dooly! Holy dooly! <laughs> okay, um, he, um, holy, um, is that, um, Monty Beesom smashing somebody? No, not Monty. Sorry, Ed. Simon Auckland. G'day, boys. Oh, g'day, g'day. It, um, holy dooly! Is it Ruben Wiki smashing Solly Older? Yeah, that's the one. Yes, holy dooly, Ruben Wiki. Ian Ferguson was the first Kiwi to win three gold medals at one Olympic Games. What sport did he compete in? Um, he was like canoeing. Correct. What team did NFL quarterback Russell Wilson play for before he moved to Denver Broncos? He was at the Seattle Seahawks. Ah, oh, oh, Seattle Seahawks! Simon! Bang, bang! Ash, ash! Nice, brother. Well done. Got there in the end, kayaking. Canoeing, same thing. Very clinical, Simon. Just swooped in, and you'll have a little uh, trotter to back, no doubt, tonight at the park. Good man, Simon, and uh, well done to all our players. Good quiz. Holy dooly, Ruben Wicky! Oh, didn't that hurt? <laughs> Didn't that hurt? <laughs> hey, good bloke too, so he took that oh, right on the chin and old Ruben, yep. That's what happens when you try and tackle Ruben at 100 miles an hour. Iconic. Iconic. Six away from seven, back with your messages to close out the hour after this. Coming up to 7am this morning, Kimby's absolutely on one today. Uh, I don't know what's in the water, both you and Izzy, you guys are uh, cranking it out. Fun Friday. Hey, thoughts on this uh, multi, Louis? Top four, Moonga, Tijuana and Coolsign Mav. So three races in a row at, Cool, at Caulfield. Look, I think Tijuana is a really nice each way bet to win the guineas. Last start at the Valley was so nice. So nice. Moonga on his last start. Well, there's no reason why he's not hitting the line hard for a place. And Coulson Mav, as I said, he's over the odds. Last start, Group 1 winner. So, Richie, uh, as long as you're gambling responsibly, nothing wrong with that multi, is he? Yeah, it's solid. That is a solid multi. You know what, Richie? might have to finally win it, we <laughs> mate. <laughs> I've got a wee multi coming up anyway. Uh, but, boys, obviously lots of sport happening. Keep those messages coming through. What are you looking for? Looking forward to watching this weekend. Double eight, double three. One of those Bathurst this Sunday. Matty White, the boy spoke to Merle, will play for that for you shortly. He's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Kickstart your weight loss goals with 10% off the Opti Slim range from Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ, Friday the 7th of October, and guess what? 
All you 660 fans, the new album released today, Castle Street. How good is that? No doubt there'll be plenty of you out there and uh, wanting to have a wee listen. Wait to listen. See what they've got coming out. Those boys are bloody talented, I reckon. Anyway, coming up. Oh, hugely talented. Love it. Love it. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk to Dave Ellis. Obviously, the Tangerine Army. Mata Mata. Chasing eight wins. One person on the text machine came through with. They've got 36 horses running around. Mata Mata can he get the job done. Looking forward to chatting to him shortly after eight. Philippa Love. Pip Love. In the front row for the Black Ferns as they take on the Wallaroos tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to that. Keep the messages coming through. Double eight, double three. What are you looking forward to? Good morning, gentlemen. I'd like to thank you, Chemist Warehouse, and you guys. My box arrived yesterday. I'm over the moon with it. Also, good luck to the Cambridge Blue Boys tomorrow. The odds are against you guys. Just go hard. Have a great weekend. All the very best. Steve-O, very good text message there from Steve-O. And Richie, well... Stay away, Izzy. Stay away, Izzy. Ha, ha. <laughs> oh, well, you know what I'm going to do right now, Richie. I'm going to go chuck that little multi in right together. I'll, I'll read you my multi. I'll read you my multi, all right? I've gone Stella Splendida, uh, $2 for the win at Matamata Race 5, and Peritres to get the job done, and the Livermore, uh, Arrowfield Plate, sorry. And then you've got, I've gone Animo. Animo for a win, and then Gentleman Roy for top three. So that's uh, that's my one multi for the weekend, and if it's anything like my other weekends, I'm going to stop one of those three good horses, and I apologise for absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so just had to get that out there. Anyway, big hour coming up, boys. What's it pay? What's ba- it pay? Ba- um, what's it paying? About f- Four 15 bucks, is it? Yeah, I think it was about twenty dollars, I think. Doesn't have the odds here. <laughs> Don't know um, what you've done then. <laughs> that's that's returning a wee bit. It's returning a wee bit anyway. I don't want to let you know how much I put on it, but I put it I've returned a wee bit. Yeah. So uh well, anyway, least, good luck well, well, team well, at responsibly. <laughs> well at least at least you haven't stuck a Bathurst bed in there, because I tell you what. Every single year, because it's a Sunday and usually there's a little bit of profit left over if it goes well from a Saturday, every single year I get sucked into betting on Bathurst. And I promise you, I've never, ever, ever in my life hit a winning bet on Bathurst, whether it's top five, top ten, to win. Um, I've never come close. And I want to change that this weekend. So if you've got any Bathurst tips, double eight, double three. We got the bully. Just back him? Just back him. Well, let's have a listen. In the wet. He's the best in the wet. Well, let's have a listen to Matty White. And then on the other side, we'll, I'll have a look at the markets and we'll see what we can find. But you're right, Kempi. He was bullish. Let's crack into it. It's seven minutes past seven. S-E-N-Z. It's habitual, isn't it? Early October rolls around and you just smell that rubber. Hear those revs and see the mountain in all its glory. The Bathurst 1000 and Bat is back for another year, and it's an emotional one for Holden and their hordes of fans as they say goodbye to the great race once and for all. As always, the competitive nature will be on show with chances across the paddock, desperate to be crowned king of the mountain. Matty White is not just a gun host on SEN 11.70 morning show. He's also everything Australian motorsport and loves this event as much as any bloke we know. Been calling it for 20 years in the past, and he's on the line with us now. 
Morena, Matty. How are you going, mate? G'day, guys. Good, good, good. You, you've captured it in a nutshell there, isn't it? I mean, it's just that time of the year. It's like final time in footy, yeah. You can sort of smell it in the air and then Bathurst comes around and you know that that's just around the corner. I don't reckon they ever have to attach a date to Bathurst, actually. They just say, you know when it's, you know when it's on, you can feel it. So just head up to the mountain and join us. I remember, I remember when I was playing over there, Matty, in the 90s, it was one of the most iconic events um, that, come on, that come on tally during the year, you know. What, what's the headline, the most important thing we need to know about if you're following Bathurst this year? Rain and truckloads of it. Um, it's going to be quite possibly the wettest Bathurst I, that I've I've seen. I mean, I've seen some beauties there. I, actually, guys, I've, I've quite literally been there when it's been sunny up the top and hailing in pit lane at the same time. So mm. it really does get weird weather at Bathurst, but there's an enormous around, amount of rain coming um, across New South Wales in particular. And I looked at the forecast in detail yesterday and, it's not just rain on Sunday, it's rain on Saturday. It'll be rainy there on Friday as well. Supercars have taken the extraordinary step of putting out some posts yesterday and some media yesterday to fans saying, you know, A, be careful because there's so many people that go up there and camp, etc. But um, also saying that we are scheduling everything to go ahead as per plan. But we're talking, we are talking bucket loads of rain. So that's going to be the key feature of this weekend, which is a pity. Um, for those that go there and love the pilgrimage, and it's a it's a tough ride when you're up there and it's pouring down, it's freezing. But when it comes to the race, if they get a clean crack at 161 laps, which they won't, it'll be disrupted somewhere along the way. But it'll add some extra spice, as we always say in motorsport: just add water and watch it go. And, and there's certainly uh, plenty coming. Yeah, that's crazy, Matty. Uh, it's, it seems like Sydney in particular has been uh, under siege with that rainfall. Like, I know Royal Randwick has had a nightmare and, and they're racing again, but horse trainers haven't been able to put their horses through the preparations they want because of it. So now another sort yeah. of racing is going to be impacted. What does that do for the field? Are there wet weather drivers that come to the fore when you get um, technical tracks like this that get that much water? Yeah, there are. Look, as in every sport, you know, it's just like mud runners in, in horse racing. There's there's those that prefer the wet or just shine in the wet, really. And Shane Van Gisbergen's top of the tree. I mean, Giz is top of the tree on everything, right? So he, you chuck him into a into a garbage truck and he'll win it. Um, and he showed that in world rallies um, across the last week. So, But when it comes to wet weather racing, Shane Van Gisbergen has always had it. From the time that he came into the category as a youngster, we knew that he had this extraordinary ability to drive a car very different to anyone else. And then we started to see it in the wet weather. So I go through, when I'm looking at my form guide, I go through a couple of things. You go through the fast teams, um, the experienced teams, and the driver pairings as well. But for this one, and I can get to that in just a sec, but for this one, you have to go to wet weather drivers and those teams too that don't mind um, trying to pin the tail on the donkey across the course of the weekend. And on all of those fronts, Shane Van Gisbergen and Garth Tand are pairing up in the, in the Triple Eight Race Engineering, so the Red Bull Racing Commodore. On all of those fronts, they tick all the boxes. Experience, yes. Get the mountain, absolutely. Close to times when, when one driver steps out and the co-driver steps in, Garth Tander hasn't been out of the sport full-time for that long, and he won't be too far off in terms of time. So tick there. And then throwing the wet weather, tick, 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 tick for Shane Van Gisbergen. So it's very rare, I reckon, when you can look at a Bathurst field and pull one driver pairing 
one car out in particular and say they've got to be the favourites. But especially with the weight of the, the wet weather that's coming, I now put Shane Van Gisbergen even even higher and because of all the other reasons as well with Garth. Oh, it sounds like you're back in Animo. Hey, um, the Commodores, just for anyone that can't understand why and where Holden is going, what's the context here? Well, Holden have checked out of Australian manufacturing already and the Commodore has stayed on in terms of racing. So, you know, Bathurst was built on the Ford v Holden rivalry, the blue versus the red. Mm. And for a while there, we sort of drifted off and we've seen all sorts of cars drive around Mount Panorama. But essentially, that's the vein, that's the DNA of the Supercars Championship or the Australian Touring Car Championship as we know it. And and this time around, it's the end of the Commodore um, so it's Commodore v Mustang for this weekend. The Mustang will be there next year, but supercars are doing what they call Gen 3, so Generation 3 cars. Um, so a brand-new suite of cars coming in next year, and it'll be the Chevy Camaro on the other side. So there'll essentially still be that us versus them or red versus bluish um, or blue versus reddish, I should say, battle. But this is the end of the Holden Commodore. Iconic up there at Mount Panorama, iconic in Australian motorsport, and iconic on our roads over here. So this is the last time that race fans get to see the Commodore flaring around that panorama and taking it up to the Fords and vice versa. So there's always a, guys, there's always a great story about Bathurst, you know, whether it's somebody's last race or it's an anniversary race, there's always something attached to Bathurst that just gives it that extra spark. And, And this time around, unfortunately the weather will be the headline act, but this time around it is farewell to the Commodore. So, for those rusted-on um, Holden Commodore fans, there'll be a tear in the eye because they're so attached to this car and this this manufacturer in Australia. So it is definitely the end of an era. Now, look, motorsport innovates and has had to move forward, and you look at Formula One and the way that the cars have changed drastically, and I'm sure every class has. But touring, uh, you know, like these touring car fans and the supercar fans, the diehards. At any point, have they gone, oh, this is a step too far, the sport's changed too much to it doesn't look like what it looked like when I was growing up and when I was, you know, really a passionate fan? Have they just accepted the changes? There's a little bit of both, to be honest. I reckon that the undercurrent is why change it because it goes back through our history. And you're spot on. I mean, these are these are fans that grew up as fans of a certain brand of car more than likely because that car was in their garage or their driveway or their mum or their dad or you know uncle or grandfather was was supporting it and that's how it's been throughout the years so you know if you grew up and, and your family supported Holden then good luck trying to support Ford and going up to the mountains so that, that is part of part of this sport no question about it and the sport has got away from those roots where you you win on Sunday and you buy on Monday. I mean, the cars that they're racing about around Bathurst are nothing like the cars that you go out and purchase on a Monday morning. And and there's a realisation and acceptance of around around that. You know, we've had to move on and we've had to continue to innovate. I think a lot of people would like supercars to stop tinkering with their cars. Um, there's so much focus on Generation 3. I mean, it, makes, it gives me an ice cream headache when I think about it. It's like talk, talking about tyre compounds. I mean... It's great for a race team, but not so great for for the average punter. So you've got to keep moving, no question about that, but you've got to stay relevant as well. And let's face it, the one thing that that gave relevance to this brand in particular was exactly that. You you had blue or red in your blood, 
and you normally have one of those cars sitting out the front of your house. For many reasons, those things have changed, but supercars got to make sure it doesn't go too far down the track where it loses that relevance. Either way, Bathurst is Bathurst, and it'll put on an enormous show, and we'll get 161 crazy laps, and we'll all walk away on Sunday going, holy cow, that was amazing, and we'll be back again the next year. So you can tinker as much as you want behind closed doors and with the rule books and all that kind of stuff, but you've got to make sure that the fans know what they're, know what they're looking at and know what they're wanting to buy, um, and you, you don't let them drift away. Yeah, well, those fans are still wanting to buy those cars. You're bringing back some memories, the Walkinshaws, the Brocks. Uh, I'm, an ex, yeah. I'm actually an old XY Falcon man myself. I love that shape of car. Um, and that takes me back to all these old veterans that will be driving around up there on Mount Panorama. Do you, do, you, do you have anyone in mind that might be able to stand out that comes back from the old days uh, in this race, Matty? Well, well, I'll tell you one that um, that your listeners will love over there on SEN, Dead Murph's back. I mean, Murph's a multiple winner of this race, and he's going to be partnered up with Richie Stanaway in the number 51 Holden. So I was lucky enough to call the great lap of the gods in 2003. Oh, so the how good. That came out Holden. Oh, mate, it was... It was one memory, you know, I've, I've called a lot of things in my sporting um, commentary career, but that, that day when Murph put that lap down was just extraordinary. And, and I said, you know, in the commentary, he's on car number 51 and he's gone straight to the top of the Bob Jane T-Mart 1000. And Murph said to me one day, um, he said, mate, where did that call come from? And I said, bugger if I know, Murph, it just came out. But to me... That's what it looked like. It, it looked like he had. We all remember that Kmart Commodore, and I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. But throughout the course of that weekend, he had a super fast car that just stuck to the road. Every time he went out there, I reckon he was only not fastest in one session leading up to that top ten shootout, and it looked as though he had this car that was just ready to break free and just smash everybody else. We never knew at the time that it was going to be the fastest time around Mount Panorama, but that's what it looked like to me. It looked like that just everything was thrown off that car and Murph couldn't get his foot down hard enough because he knew the car would respond. So, you know, it's like having a horse that you just want to let go at the 600-metre mark because you know it's not going to get pinned down. It's a winx kind of performance, and, and that's what it was back then. So to see Murph back with Richie, the all-Kiwi pairing, they'll get it. That's the thing. Richie will look across to Murph and say, okay, how do I get around this place and how do I master this place? And you don't win four Bathurst championships without knowing exactly what to do at Mount Panorama. So there's another little key when you're looking for your form guide. Look for drivers who understand what to do at the circuit. This is a place where you learn more than ever before when you've been there before and you've won there before. When you come back, you've got something that other people don't. So... I'm looking forward to see the old time, old uh, time and get out there and have another crack. Hey, Matty, just before we let you go, you've obviously picked one and two, so we've got uh, Giz picking up the top <laughs> spot and Murph picking up second place. What about the Aussies, mate? <laughs> who's your top Who's your top pick for the for the Aussies? Well, half Aussie, half Kiwi again. So Chaz Moss, <laughs> um, the defending champ, he's now got Fabian Coulthard alongside of him. So Fabs isn't driving full-time. I've been working with him on the Speed Series and he's, put in some pretty hard yards over the last couple of months in particular to make sure that he's he's going to be ready. So I'd be looking at Chaz and, and Fabian in the Walkinshaw Andretti United Commodore because, again, there's even though Fabs was upside down on that first lap many years ago and upside down a few times, um, 
he's he's a driver there that understands it and experiences well. He won't be too far off Chaz's leading times as the main driver. So I'd be looking towards those guys. So what have I got? I've got three Kiwis at least up there on the podium at the moment. I'm going okay, aren't I? Why don't we just make it a New Zealand whitewash? Get them all up there. Stick, stick them all in a car together and give them one, two, three. And mate, I'll send you over some Lion Red so you don't have to give them a can of VB. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning, Matty. Uh, bring, bring back some massive memories. I'm going to go back out, look at Trade Me, try and pick me up a Falcon XY this afternoon. Uh, you go well, mate, and thanks for joining us uh, this morning on SCNZ. No worries, guys. Thanks. And Greg Murphy, listen to the crowd roar. The Holden supporters love it. He has released the shackles on car 51, and he is going straight to pole position for the Bob Jane T-Marts 1000. Murphy, a blistering oh, way. That's a record breaker. That is insane. Uncharted territory for anybody on the mountain. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Man, the Kmart Holden, Matty White with the call. Memories flooding back, is he? Oh, mate, that, <clears throat> that is huge. And I, he just he broke it over the weekend in the qualifying, didn't he? Yeah, the, the the lap of God, and uh, it was only good for twenty second place. So it shows how far the cars have come in such time. Um, mate, awesome memories. I'm just checking out the odds. Four bucks. Four bucks is SVG and Garth mm. Tender. Yep, and cookies. That's not bad. Cookies come through. Here's one for you, boys. Van Gisbergen and Tender for the shootout winner as well. Four fifty. I don't mind that. What you can do as well, um, Kempi and I were just talking. You could back. Uh, you could almost each way bet, <laughs> maybe not for you, is he? Mm. But you could back Giz and Tander top three at two dollars, just in case somehow he gets rolled on the line or something weird happens. And then you could back him to win at the four dollars as well. You could kind of go each way on it. But um, he, the way Matty White was talking there, Kempe, and the wet Giz will just be too good. Well, mate, he just couldn't stop talking Giz up, you know. So he's the he's the best they got anyway. So if he's uh, he, and what do you say, he gets even better when it starts to rain. You be you be a mug not to back Giz. No, I'm not going to say back him. I'm not going to say back him though. Ne- never loses another but, motor race. Bo- <laughs> bonus back, boys. Bonus back. Place a pre-race outright bet on the 2022 Bathurst 1000. Your fi- driver finishes second, third, or fourth will refund your bet up to fifty dollars as a bonus bet. So there you go. Gave a dabble on on the Bathurst. SVG, I think he's just gonna he's gonna break the record this week. He loves the Bathurst. He's come off a of WRC. He could do it. Too. He's a freaker. He's a, honestly if. Scotty McLaughlin had a stayed. Yeah, how how would this com- competition be with him and, and SVG just really fighting it out? Well, Scotty probably wouldn't have lost. To be fair, they yeah. they, they were firing so that, on all cylinders. But Giz has taken his opportunity. Mm. Mm. It's interesting, eh? Imagine if, if SVG would have the same impact. Obviously, if Scotty was here, he's obviously a big work. He was dominant in such a big time. Hey, you know, here's one for you. Who loses next? Animo Imperatriz SVG. <laughs> it's not a bad. It's not a bad multi because it's twenty bucks. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm trying. Kempi to... stops him, not me. <laughs> no, I haven't got that title yet. I haven't Tw- got that title yet. Twenty-four minutes past seven. Right, we need to go. That was too good. Too much Bathurst chat. We're late. Here with Kempi's warehouse. Great savings every day. Kempi, you off the back fence after this? Yeah, I am. Of all course. Right. All right. All right. We'll finish it off then. <laughs>
the back fence with Tony Kemp. Right, this is really important, so I want everyone to listen. Okay, on the eve of the World Cup weekend, I wonder how many people have given thought to the mental well-being of our athletes. I'm saying this after a tumultuous week of widespread opinions ignited by the NRL Grand Final, a week which has quite simply polarised communities and brought out the best and worst of online opinions. The latter, the trolls, have been a snowball gaining momentum for a long time. And these keyboard trolls are nothing more than getting a response from a, a post or a comment. It's the buzz of any response which drives them, and it is the dark side of social media. Not many people are in a position or the state of mind to brush off social media attacks that are quite literally offensive. Um, in my opinion, more needs to be done to bring keyboard pests to account. Those humans who decide that social media is the gateway to share hate. For all of its good qualities, unfortunately, this is also a, de- a dirty negative snowball that is gaining more traction and is damaging the mental health of all our young people. We witness the impact on individuals from all walks of life who get immersed in social media and its content. I get that it's part of today's way of living, but it should never mean that you have the right to attack people beyond the safety of a computer without any fear of accountability. One way of combating this is to simply switch off social media or perhaps bombard the troll, trolls with love. You know what I want to do? I want to send a troll a big emoji love sign next time I read something terrible. Our athletes deserve better than to be attacked by keyboard trolls. The World Cups will throw up winners and losers, and if you see keyboard losers attacking athletes, then send them a love heart emoji. Those who can do, those who can't, hide behind a fake profile and throw insults. It's a desperately sad sort of weakness. Send them a big love heart. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. 29 away from 8. Uh, well done, Kempi. Very well put, mate. 0800 150 811. Kenata phone line. Izzy is clapping in the background. Are you clapping? Do you have anything to say or react there to Kempi? Come through on that Kenata phone line. Here's the news with Aroha for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. So what you want? A one bourbon. A one. A one beer. Izzy and Deb are 26 and a half away from 8 this morning. Fun Friday, 7th of October. Izzy, before we get to our choices for in poll, I know you'll want to react to what Kempi just had to say oh. there. It's something you're passionate about. Loved it, mate. Loved it. I've felt it firsthand. It's horrible. It's horrible. Look, I don't mind if people have an opinion, but when they have personal attacks on your performance and and how you've gone about things, it is sport. You win some, you lose some. You know, just just think about it. I've just done a campaign talking about athletes' mental health, and um, you know, it was it was tough. You know, gone are the days of you should just harden up and toughen up. No, it's not like that. We we actually feel and we and we feel the pain. We feel the hurt. We know we've made a mistake. We know we've probably hadn't had the performance we've we've had, but we don't need three of four hundred of you coming out and personally attacking you. So I really commend you on that, Kimpy. I really appreciate you. That's um. It's from the heart, and uh, I think we're in an industry here too where we got to have an opinion. It's the way you word it, and it's the way you go around it. You don't just get direct and nasty about it. You, you, you say why. There might be a reason why they dropped that ball, or there might be a reason why they missed that shot. The defence the fence was just all over them and applying so much pressure they weren't able to get the, the shot that they wanted. They went for it because they loved, wanted to chase glory, but they, it didn't unfold. Something like that, so... That's the way you go around it anyway, boys. So I appreciate that. Great words, Kempi. Really good words. Yeah, look. And um, 
there's no there's no awesome. need for for nastiness. You can if you you're dead right. I got no problem arguing with people and having an opinion. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of people that aren't as, as resilient as as some others, and leave our athletes alone because they're trying their best. Nice stuff, boys. 25 away from eight. Uh, Right. Floors for Living Sale is on now at Choices Flooring. That's important because your Choices Flooring poll is live in the SENZ app. So if you haven't got the SENZ app, what are you doing? Go to the App Store, download that. So much good stuff in there, video content, a lot. But if you go and click on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast, you will see the poll, which is you heard Matty White talk about it. The days of Holden and Ford, are, well, they're long gone, really, but this is the last time we'll see Holden at Mount Panorama. So this is the last time we can lob this one out. Simple. Holden or Ford? Ford, 100 miles. <laughs> I'm a Ford man, mate. Always have been. Ford. Yeah. Oh. Hold, mate, I'll tell you what, that is that question, Louis, will rattle people. Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Holden, Ford. Be nice. I'm Holden. Uh, Brett, you're in Huntley. Jeez, this is... Oh, someone from Huntley. Come on. What is it? Holden, Ford? Uh, I drive to Ed. <laughs> I can't afford either of those two. But you've got so to be my, a supporter of one. Uh, yeah, Holden. Uh, yeah, come Ford's, in. I don't know why. <laughs> nah, neither. <laughs> N- neither, Brett. Nah, so, Brett, you come through with an update on Ironman Worlds. Yeah, so um, watching the two hours in, uh, we've got uh, two English girls uh, are, are racing toe to toe at the moment. Vanilla uh, Langbridge and Lucy Charles Barkley, who has finished twice here. Um, Beck Clark is still in fourth. They're, they're two minutes back. Uh, they've got uh, just. I had to change it, convert it from miles to uh, to K's course, Tereo Mets. Uh, uh, they've still got 135 <laughs> clicks to go in the cycle. Wow. Uh, they're averaging 40 clicks. Averaging 40 clicks an hour. It's a nice day there in Hawaii. It's 20, 24 degrees for them. So that's... And is, that the co- wind, is that the Kona? Is, is it? Yeah, bro. It's so uh, the women are racing today and um, the men go on Sunday morning our time. Outstanding, Brett. So we've Brett. got Braden Curry and Cole Smith uh, racing for the Kiwis Ooh, on, um, Curry. on Sunday. Uh, so, so, uh, your question of the day the other day, Louis, was um, the best athlete of mine was Christian Blumenfeld. He's the, the current world champ, and he's the Olympic distance world champ, and he's got a world record time at the half distance, and after all of that, Braden Curry's still going to smash him on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, mate. Love that, Brady. Great update. It's like we've got a man on the ground, an Iron Man correspondent. Yeah. Who would have thought? Very sharp. 22. Did, he, did he have Hayden Wilder? Did he have Hayden Wilder? Quick, quick. No, he's gone. Uh, Troy and Zed is looking after ha- that, bro. Oh, okay, sweet. Right, watch the space then. Love it. Beautiful. 22 minutes away from eight. David Ellis, not far away for Stars of the Spring. Holden or Ford? Come on, flood the text machine. Let's run a scientific poll. Very much so. Back soon. We've seen and heard champions make history year in, year out on the biggest racing stages. These are the many stars of spring. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're going to talk stars of spring, what about for the better part of the century? You can't have the conversation without talking about the tangerine. Tiako have become a force in thoroughbred racing in New Zealand, Singapore and Australia, mastering the concept of racehorse syndication and constantly reinvesting in our bloodstock sales industry. 
to find the next Darcy Brahma or Melody Bell. There's not a Group 1 race they haven't won, and if our head count is accurate, they'll line up 36 runners in New Zealand tomorrow alone across the two meetings, as before scratchings, of course, suggesting the spring and summer ahead might be another one painted tangerine. DC, David Ellis is the principal of Tiako, and he's with us on the line this morning. G'day, DC. How are you doing? Really good, thanks, Louis. Great to have you on the show. It's business time when we roll the big guns out like yourself. It must be spring. What does it mean to you, springtime? <laughs> well, this spring's been a very frustrating time because of the wet tracks, and normally we are in a position where we can spread the horses out a bit more. But because of the cancellations and the very heavy tracks, uh, we've been forced to run a lot at Matter Matter tomorrow, which isn't ideal, but um, we've just got to get them to the races so they can be fit for the for the group races coming up in November and December when we know the tracks will be firm. Hey, David, what about um, when you go and source and buy your horses at uh, Karaka Sales with NZB? Are you almost buying those horses that will ideally perform best on firm and good tracks at peak times of the year? Absolutely. I think that's a, a very fair assessment. Uh, most mm. of the good uh, races are run on good tracks and I'd say within a week or 10 days we'll have firm tracks in New Zealand too. We always do by the middle of October. Obviously we have had a wet old winter for you Dave, it's Izzy here, appreciate you coming on the show. Has that changed your approach to, to how you're looking after the horses, how you're really approaching their training, their schedules? Like it's it's obviously this is a constantly changing climate. Has that been a part of your focus? Yeah, it's been a very frustrating uh, six weeks. But uh, mm. pretty much every spring we get wet tracks up until about now. Um, mm. But um, the cancellation, normally we get good tracks at uh, Hawke's Bay. But they've had unseasonal rain down there. And that has been very frustrating. But we've certainly got a very nice team to race tomorrow at Matter Matter and a couple of good chances at Hawera. We'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about those later on, DC. But um, just a, a question to you: How has uh, Tiako business been so sustainable, and in, in especially your winning and, and performance to boot? Uh, yeah, we've got um, over a lifetime. We've built up a really super group of owners uh, that support us and realise um, that we do the job uh, as well as we can, and they, they've become very supportive. And uh, it makes our job of buying the horses and putting partnerships together uh, a lot easier. All right, here's a question for you. It might be tough to answer, but who do you think the best horse is you've ever unleashed at the Hawksbay or Rickerton Carnivals through the years? There you go. I'd say Darcy Brahma for sure. There you go. Darcy Brahma. Bang, bang. Easy as that. Bang. And da- Dave, <laughs> Dave, just give give us a give us the like the background there and the context, because Darcy Brahma represents so much for your business, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a horse that we bought at the Yelling Sales for one point one million. He won group one races on both sides of the Tasman. He won one point three million dollars in prize money and we syndicated him at stud for ten million dollars. Yeah, and I, and I know that you love and you have loved going back for some of his um, 
progeny, right? Hey, hey, here's one for you. Do you suspect, Dave, that tomorrow you might have the 2,000 and 1,000 guineas winners lining up? Uh, well, we'll certainly be trying. We're going to have some really nice chances in both races. We've got uh, a very high-class filly called Stella Splendina um, oh, that yes. um, is in race five at Matamata. And, of course, the next race we've got Dynastic and uh, Accidental Tourist in the Guineas. So, um, you know, we're going to have some nice horses to race come Rickett, and that's for certain. ADC, just a, a uh, just a tack right here. The New Zealand thoroughbred and under Bruce Sherrick, have you seen the changes? Are you happy with what's going on there at the moment? Well, I think since Cameron George has taken over uh, the reins, I've seen a big um, improvement, and I think they're doing a, a, a really top job, and they've got some really good board members there now, and they're listening, and uh, I think it's going really well. Yeah, it is, and there's a real positivity. I know that it's one something you're very passionate about, is staying positive about our industry here and promoting our own, which is um, something that you do very well with Tiako, David. Now, the forecast, you'll know better than us, you'll be on Weather Watch, but it looks like Matamata's Matt not going to get a, a much more rain, if any rain at all, which is obviously very important for Imperatriz. She's back in. How hard to stop will she be? Well, I think if she handles the track, she'll be very, very hard to beat. Um, winter tracks, heavy tracks, come in all shapes and sizes. And because she won so well at Tirapa, uh, that's more of a sandy track. Um, and a lot, a lot of horses handle that in the winter. But she does have the advantage of racing on a home track. She doesn't need to travel. And on Tuesday morning, Opie just said she worked absolutely in career-best form. So, DC, we're going to put something on tomorrow, and you've got 36 of them for us to choose from. <laughs> What's your best one? What's your best one? Uh, the best one at Matter Matter, I'd say, is Stella Splendina, and at Hawara, Pris- Prismatic. Oh, prismatic, because you got Sans yeah. Doot over there as well, don't you? Yep, we have. Mm. But we've got prismatic in race one, and I'd say he'd probably be the best maidener in New Zealand. Wow, well, there you go. Hey, before we let you go, I know you're going to crack on. Busy, uh, going to run that big farm of yours, DC. But Opie, he's, he looks like he's in some real good nick for this time of year. How proud are you of your um, champion jockey? Yeah, well, um, it's well known that I have a gym at Tiaki, our stud, and he's been down each day, and in an hour he's been doing 10 and 11 kilometres uphill, and he's really in the zone. Uh, I've never seen him so charged. And, uh, well, he's got 12 rides tomorrow. I don't think he's had that since um, he was a teenager riding in Singapore. Oh, it's incredible, isn't it? And he wants to win that premiership. He's been quite open about that. Um, and I, look, I think if he's hanging in there, you know, if he can get get a little gap on them out of summer, he might be hard to run down. Dave, great to have you on the show. All the best for a massive weekend for you guys and a spring ahead. Thanks, Louis. Cheers, boys. There you go. Cheers, Dave. Man, sustained success, almost unparalleled, to be honest. Darcy Brahma. Mate, it was good to get the numbers. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely. At the time, 1.1 million. It was 2004, I reckon, 2003, and it was it was big. 
and it was it seriously changed the industry because it kickstarted Tiako, it kickstarted Dave Ellis's um, what they do, and year and year they go back and try to find the next Darcy Brahma, and it really was shaping for the thoroughbred industry. So there you go. Speaking of stars of the spring, can't go past them. And tomorrow, Prismatic, best maidener in the country. Lock that one in your punting vault. Izzy, your bomb squad, you got something World Cup for us? Yes, I've got something. Got something, boys. Different. You'll be, you'll be surprised. Here we go. Okay, up after this. Izzy's Bomb Squad. When you show vulnerabilities or share information about yourself, it can often lead to helping others. As I read the papers and see constant articles in past athletes regarding head safety and implications they are facing post their careers, I always sit here wondering, is that me? Am I going to be like that? Is there a reason I can't remember that person's name or something I was told yesterday? I was constantly dealt with concussions in the early stages of my career, but back then it was frowned upon to leave a game for a head knock or blurry vision, and it was a case of, you'll be right next week. I'm pretty sure I'm fine, but seeing cases like Carl Heyman, Stephen Thompson, and the recent study released from a Scottish university saying ranked players are 15 times greater than the normal population being diagnosed with motor neurone disease and three times greater for developing Parkinson's. Seeing athletes develop these diseases at such a young age has me freaking worried, if I'm completely honest. Look at Rob Burrow, young, fit as anything, and the life he is living. This isn't a dig at the game that I loved, but the reality is, can this be avoided? How can we ensure that this small window in our lives doesn't shorten the rest of our lives? Sport is the greatest gift, and I'm so grateful for the joy it brings. But see, even seeing Tua Tungavailoa getting KO'd one week, then rolled out the next has me thinking no money in the world can change the way it's been policed. Sorry if I've deflated our front fun Friday, but this is from the heart of a concerned ex-athlete that himself has been knocked out plenty. Bang. That's dead right, mate. I've got, <laughs> got, got the same worries. Actually, I'm going for an MRI next week on my brain. So, um, yeah, man, it's, you've just... Got a role with it now, is he? And they, they needed to make sure they do something in the future. Yeah, it's just crazy. Crazy. I saw these articles going out and, and seeing it. It's just got me thinking. I've been knocked out plenty and it's, um, you know, you just get a little bit worried. But anyway, we're going to promote Rugby World Cup Women's coming up. Philippa Love. Black Ferns. Here's Aroha of the News for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. Time for a fresh new look? Try Chic Razors from Chemist Warehouse, now starting from 869. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ.
Yes, good morning. Friday, 7th of October. Zian Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ. A few messages on the temper bedpost text machine. We'll get to those shortly after Pip and before Pip Morris later on. So stay tuned. We'll get through those. There's plenty of them on the text machine. But right now, we're going to talk some rugby. One more sleep and it's on! Years in the making, the Women's Rugby World Cup kicks off at Eden Park with a triple header headlined by our Black Ferns as they look for a statement performance against Australia to put the tournament on notice. This is our turf and our cup to defend. If they put this into the stands, they will be champions of the world. England have fought, but they just didn't have enough, and New Zealand are World Cup champions in 2017. Whoa, how good. Scott Goosebumps. Wayne Smith, the professional, has been tinkering away. He's not he's had he's not had long, but I know personally what impact that man can have on a squad. Yesterday's team naming saw an exciting mix of fresh faces and energy coupled with experience and strength. Pip Love has been a pillar of the front row for several years now and she's named at Lucid for tomorrow's clash. Morena to you, Pip. How you doing? I'm good, thanks, Izzy. How are you? Oh, very good. Very good. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm fizzed. What's the energy like in camp, Pip? Um, it's definitely probably all those words you just described. Um, it's been be- uh, building all week and we just had our last um, training um, yesterday and you would know the Thursday trainings are pretty hard. <laughs> we do scenarios and it's like playing a test match or even harder. So once we got that out of the way, um, the excitement levels last night started to go through the roof. But um We'll probably have a chill-out day today and captain's run and just try to keep a lid on it and then slowly build to um, 7 o'clock tomorrow night. But, yeah, we're we're really excited and pumped. Yeah, can't wait. Hey, what are some of the key messages that coaching staff are getting to you guys and uh, how do you keep calm and focused during a World Cup? Um, I guess for us, what we're focusing on, we're like such a new group to the World Cup is there's less than 10 of us that have been to World Cup. I mean, I've been around for a while, but I missed out on the World Cup due to injury. So um, even I haven't been to a World Cup. So we're just leaning on those players like Kendra and Gossie. And, you know, they've been going through some um, some of the ways that they cope with pressure and um, how to how to manage that. And, um, you know, it's pretty exciting. We're just looking at it, um, I guess, as walking towards pressure and, you know, having the privilege of having pressure and having a World Cup in your own country and, you know, everyone's really excited for you and they see you and they recognise you in the street and, you know, 80% of that crowd on Saturday, which is almost sold out, um, you know, they're going to be backing us. So we're just taking that on board and really um, enjoying that. Oh, man, I, I, like, honestly, it's it's just... I'm just getting goosebumps thinking about it. I remember back to 2011 and just bringing back the memories of playing in home. You're very, very lucky to be able to represent your country, but even better mm. to have a home World Cup. For you, Pip, for you, Pip, how have you found Chrono? Chrono's influence on on the team, particularly in the Ford Pack, his what's his message? He's pretty demanding. Look, not that I was in those malls or any anywhere near a ruck or or a line out, <laughs> but how's he been for you and, and the Ford Pack? Um, I think it's been um, really great for us. Uh, one of the things that I think Chrono does really well is um, he can say it straight and he tells you exactly what you need to know and what you need to get better at, but he's so positive as well and he's really good at building you up as a player. And, you know, we have such a young um, prop 
or like front row or even type five really yeah. we have such young um talent there and he's done really well at um kind of growing them and developing them and making sure that you know obviously they have things that or as we all do as players things that we need to work on but he's really good at like building them up and making them feel confident and like believing in their abilities so I think that's one of his best skills that he brings and you know sometimes he yeah some of his comments <laughs> you know you wonder where he gets his dad jokes from but um <laughs> we just roll with that and love it <laughs> Yeah, that's oh. we we laugh, Pip, because we've we, we know exactly what you're talking about when coaches are giving it the players. Hey, look, um, there's been some some change, and you know you got Wayne Smith and and Ted in there, and they've worked pretty hard with you guys over the last few months with the changes. How how close are you guys to becoming the the finished product? And do you think you have the team to go out there and win the World Cup? Oh, I definitely think we have the team to go out there and win the World Cup. Absolutely. Um, I haven't even thought twice about it, but um, yeah, I definitely, we continue to grow and be challenged by um, Smitty and um, the other coaches, which is really exciting. Um, And I guess, I think um, we've come a long way since um, even when we started playing um, in pack four under the new kind of the new style we're playing. Um, We haven't got everything perfect yet, but um, we're not winning the World Cup final um, tomorrow. So um, yep. We're just going to keep building and keep continuing to get better at what we want to do and play on top and play fast games, create a blur. Um, so, yeah, Ooh. we're definitely making strides, but we're not quite where we want to be yet. Yeah, what, what, what are some of the aspects for you, Pip? Obviously, you were talk, we're hearing um, comments talking about the unstructured play. We want to play a fast style. So what does that look like for a... For a Ford pack, for a, for a, a prop like yourself, you've still got to know your core roles, which is the scrum, the lineup. Because let's be honest, without that, you can't win win anything. So, how does the the game style suit the front rowers and, and a Ford pack like yourself? I guess for us, yeah, just the fast paceness of the game is was something to get used to. Um, a little bit more unstructured, but we just had to, you know, um, learn how to read the different forwards and our other players and. Um, look to keep that ball aligned and just alive and just change the way we run our support lines. Um, so I think that was the biggest learning for me and the biggest change. Um, and I think that's probably probably accurate for most of the forwards. It's, it's about knowing, knowing who's going to carry, who's going to offload, um, the lines to run and support, um, when, to, when to clean out the ruck. And, yeah, just, I guess, thinking a couple of steps ahead. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Hey, Pip, we, you know... I often uh, go back to when I played in World Cups and you sit there and you're looking in the mirror and you're, you're thinking about the bloke that you're playing against um, on the day. Whereabouts, you know, you become really judgy like on your form against their form. Whereabouts do you put yourself? Like, have you sort of measured where you are up against the, the likes of the French front rowers and the English front rowers? Are you really confident going up against them? Um. I think my biggest thing that I always try and focus on is myself and my game. Um, mm. I've only really played the English and the French a few times, so I'm probably lucky in that respect that I obviously respect the other um, team and um, have played them a few times, but you know I haven't known them for eight years or anything like that. So I only really know a little bit about each of those props. So um, I tend to just focus on myself and what I need to do, go out there and... Um, so it doesn't really affect me too much. And I think that's the way I like to keep it. Not 
strengths and then just focus on what I need to do. And that helps me keep confident, really. Beautiful, Pip. Beautiful. Hey, I'm just going to share a little story. I want to, have you ever thought about what you're going to do the night before the game? I'm going to share the story. So the night before the game, 2011 World Cup, I'm in the hotel, I've got my shirt off, and I'm in front of the mirror, and I'm doing the haka, and I'm practicing the haka, going handy in my room. I look over, and Tony Woodcock's sitting there, and he's looking at me going, are you all right? You know, an outside back just being an absolute pretty boy in the mirror. <laughs> Is there going to be anyone like that in the team that you're going to look across and go, what are you doing? Someone that's just going to lose the plot? Because <laughs> that was me. <laughs> um, I feel like Amy you know, sometimes she loses the plot and I'm like, what are you on? She's one of my best friends. Sometimes I feel like she's on another level. <laughs> but yeah, um, Amy, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Hey, look, uh, Pip, we're going to let you go. We're no doubt you'll be busy. You've got promos today. The hype is building in Auckland, and we are so fizz here on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast to see what unfolds tomorrow night and going forward. The whole nation is right behind you and the girls. Go and do us well and uh, represent us with so much pride. Pip, and just quickly before I let you go, um, I don't want to make you sad, but you've, you've obviously um, got a lot to play for. Um, your mum will be watching down on you with so much pride and, and she'll be so proud of you right now. So go out there and, and uh, make every post a winner. All the best, Pip. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We'll see you there. Awesome. See you there. She was Pip. great. She was honestly... So good. So good. Front row. You know she played that final with a broken finger? Yeah, for Canterbury. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tough. Yeah. yeah. Tough, and I wanted to ask that question about the front rows too, because it's a World Cup, mate, and you're right in the you're right at the crunch of it. I bet you she can't wait to get her head buried in that middle of that ruck, mate. Get in there, yeah, she's on. she's one of the greats. She's one of the greats. She um, yeah, she's such a champion, and uh, mate, she was very detailed. You know, like she she understood her role. I love that detail she brought about. When you're playing a, a high speed game, it's foreign for front rows. You know, it's something different. You're like, wow, how do we get involved? But you saw the evolution of, of the All Blacks over the last couple of years when they've been trying to play a fast brand of game. Fords and the big big numbers or the big you know, the big bodies, they've got to set early. They've got to set early. They've got to get into position. And it's difficult for these, these big girls, but they've got to think ahead and they've got to think, okay, this is where my team needs me to be. And she just was so detailed and, was under, and she understood her exact role. I loved it. Yeah, you're right, Izzy. Uh, tell me if I'm off the mark here, guys, but you're so right, and I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking, you know, she's answered this question, do you have the team to win the World Cup? I haven't even thought about it twice. Of course we do. She's honest. She's raw. She's passionate. She's excited. A Rugby World Cup starts tomorrow. We talk about equality and equity in sport. We talk about giving these women the same opportunities we give the men. Now, does that not go the other way when we talk about access to these players and promoting the sport and promoting the game? This is a day before the Home World Cup. Could you ever imagine a starting All Black coming on the show and talking that honesty nah. the day? Could you ever, ever, ever imagine the keys being given access to an All Black in that position, is he? Nah, nah, no way. We've had a couple before the game, but they haven't been planned. And it's always so been like that. Had, so, have yeah, look, it's, does it's it go back the other way? Do you know what I mean? Hundred oh, yeah. percent. Oh, look! Nah. I, look! I think uh, it needs to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to, Kimpy. 
Yeah, look, it I hits th- you, but it doesn't. Yeah, I know, and I and I think um, that's where we need to evolve and around these media managers and these CEOs to make sure that um, you know part of branding and part of playing football is that you do talk to the media right up until like if you look at the state of origin, they're shoving a, a microphone in front of Brad Footler's face twenty minutes into a game, uh, and you, that's how you grow the game. What Pip's just done there yeah. is how you grow the game, and 100%. it's and it's their duty because they are promoting women's sport, women's rugby in this country with this World Cup, which has a duty. Like you're not just, and you always talk about paying it forward, Izzy, and you know you're a, you're a caretaker of the jersey. Well, you you owe it to the jersey to promote the sport, and uh, you you know I had a rant on this about a month yeah. ago, Louis. I said it's 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 horrible. That a past player that struggles to get access to a team he's, he loves and he wants to promote and wants to help. Like, it's not a good look. When the Black Fizz, uh, with the Black Cats win, they come on. When the Black Cats lose, they come on. Mm. When the White Ferns win, they come on. When the White Ferns lose, they come on. Like, they're just so much more accessible. Mm. And then when our beloved All Blacks don't, it's like, oh, man, it irritates me. It frustrates me, Louis. And it I really does. I, I, I don't want to make it a negative gripe about the All Blacks. I'm more just shining light on how proactive Libby, uh, Libby at Boggs and the, the Black Ferns, they're always so happy and want to promote them because they know, they understand their duty to get young women and young kids. That's kit. their role. Yeah, it's their role. That's Pay their it role. forward. They, you, get, you get people in, in both codes that me and Izzy support they're not media managers, they're prevention managers. You know what I mean? And they've got to stop doing that. Get get current. Get so current. Apparently every single Black Ferns player is available to media today. Oh, that's see, that's fantastic. A day out oh, from good. the a day out from the start of the World Cup. No, oh, it's sensational. Good. And that's how you pay it forward. Well done. Show the Black Ferns. Get up the Black Come Ferns. On. Come on. Come on, ladies. Yeah. Yes. How good, Kimby. Very good. Yes, ladies. Eighteen how minutes good. past eight. This morning, Izzy, you're a great ruck inspector, but an even more awesome fullback, bro. Used to love watching you play, cuz that's from Gaza. <laughs> oh, cheers, Gaza. I was a very good ruck inspector, mate. You never, you're no good. At, you're no good to me if you're stuck in the ruck, there. Get out. Okay, okay, coach. Sweet is. <laughs> I didn't never want to go near near those anyway, mate. I was pulling. I'd take pull my jersey off, mate, to get out of it. Inspector, Inspector yeah. Gadget, Inspector Ruck. <laughs> yeah. You know when someone's standing over the ruck and the opposition's looking at you, and you do the old dummy, the dummy flip, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, you're lucky." And then you run, then you run off laughing, and they just laugh at you. That's what that was me. I was like, "Yeah, watch out." Yeah, yeah. suck a fairy, mama teddy. <laughs> True, it's the flinch. Like you don't yeah. know. You'll never tell. You'll yeah. never be able to tell me. I wouldn't have just cleaned you and, out. And you, yeah, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, you're lucky boy, run off. <laughs> so good. Um, we told you we'd get to some texts. We, we better do that because there's been some awesome ones that are piling up. Let's do Bathurst first. I've uh, been watching the Great Race with my same of group blokes for 20 years. 20 blokes, 10 Ford, 10 Holden. We arrive at our fleet in our fleet of classics. I How have good. Kimby, you you get to this. You get to oh, the rest. Can of I it. get an invite, please? I just and and hopefully you've got one of those for sale. The Ford only. You can have the Holdens. Nineteen sixty nine XT Falcon. Yeah, oh good. man, yeah, good. this is the end of the era. But the new cars from next year are amazing. Time for Cam Waters this weekend. Uh, a lot of rookies this weekend. Expect drama, Maddie. On your Maddie. Um, Patty says, boys, to win Bathurst, you need speed, courage, technical ability, and p- unparalleled luck. 
Wincup talks openly about struggling with Bathurst until the great Peter Brock sat him down and talked him through the Mount Panorama circuit corner by corner. And that's what Maddie White said. You need an innate relationship and understanding with the mountain. My favourite Bathurst laps, Murph Lap of the Gods plus McGoughlin's. Is there an invoice? Is there a price to pay laps? Paddy, love it. Love it, mate. Um, and Jamie, Kempe, uh, there's a nice one there for you. Yeah, he says, great words, Kempe. The World Cup will be a great, uh, will be great. Can't wait to see Tommy's playing his final game for the Kiwis against Leeds on Sunday. Would you have had him in your tournament team? I probably would have uh, had him in my tournament team if Dylan Brown went down. I would have had him um, as the backup. Uh, knows the English, plays up there, knows the grounds. And I'm pretty sure uh, Madge Maguire would have had that uh, sort of that way of thinking, but unfortunately, you can't find a spot for him at the moment. Not with, not with Dylan Brown. You know, I think Kieran Foran deserves a spot, and you're not going to remove Jerome Hughes. Yeah, beautiful, Kempe. Beautiful, love your work, Morena Kempe. The mowing is looking mecky today. A good dusting of snow. And now, what's the tip for the fill up this weekend? That is from your good friend Horse and Trent. Meow. Meow. <laughs> 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 That's all I'm gonna say to you, Trini. Uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you I'll tell you what horse I like I like Darcy Labella. Is it is that the Naki male? That's the Naki male. Darcy Labella, there you go. That's the Naki male. And another one here, just great message you from the heart, but you can't have it both ways. The other day you were laughing, celebrating some wrestlers whose signature move was a head pile driver. The head needs to be protected in all sport. Have a great weekend, Martin. Yeah, I'm I'm not I was having a little laugh the other week, and look, I said in my thing, sport is the greatest gift, and we do not want to lose sport, but the reality is, I feel, if you are having these long-term effects and these uh, athletes have got kids, is it really worth it, you know? Is it really worth it? Yes, head knocks and collisions are going to be there, and they're all part of sport, but that's all I'm saying is... Going forward, I, I don't want to get to 45 and I'm, I'm dealing with dementia or motor neurone disease, you know, like many other athletes. And then you start to wonder and your kids are like 20 and you, you want to be there. That's all, from the heart. And, Just a bit of a scary thought. And, and I think that's actually a really good point, Kempi, from Martin. Um, and it's probably on us to be more educated about the sports we talk about. And, to, you, mm. you know, like it's all very well to be fun and games, you're right. But maybe we need to understand more about wrestling and the dangers and and that's our duty. Yeah. We got this platform. We need to be educated, and it's everybody with the platforms uh, or plays the sports job to be more educated. So that's a good point. We'll take that on board. Uh, last one from Brendan. Pisses me off too, boys. Why do some All Blacks get put in their contact? Only a certain amount of media interviews per year. Contract. Oh, is that true? I don't. I don't know that. Too cool for school. No, arrogant. I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't think that. that's true. I, you know, I, no. I don't think a CEO or any organisation says, "Oh, you only have to do one." interview a week and it should never ever be that way if you're promoting the club you've got to talk to the media like don't we just want to promote the world cup no matter what it is rugby league rugby union cricket coming up yep now when you phone a media manager and they say no mate that's annoying yeah Yeah, like i'm talking from personal and like this is hypocritical of me because i remember i've been in there and the media have been like they want to talk to you i'm like nah nah i don't want to and you walk off i think that's what's happening in there too they don't want to so it's it's one of those ones, but they shouldn't. But yeah, it's it's frustrating because I'm on the other side now and I want them. I, I think it actually, like everything, <laughs> it comes back to education. You probably have to educate the players about the growth and what you can do when you actually what a media interview is about. It's less about finding out how you're going to play, and it's more about connecting you with the f- audience and the fans, and they are the ones that actually at the end of the day pay your bills. So yeah. oh, that's right. They, you know, you can watch it all on TV. They, yeah. they they get to players after the game. You got Spark promoting the Rugby League World Cup coming up, doing a wonderful job. 
um, and you watch, they'll get players whenever they want, and that's what we want. Bang on, Kimby. 23 minutes past eight here at the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day back with Pip Morris after this. 28 minutes past eight o'clock. Let's get straight to Pip Morris at tab.co.nz. Now, Pip, you may as well have called this promotion the Izzy and Kempe for breakfast promo because you know we struggle to hit horses in the top four, so you've given us another placing. <laughs> Good morning, Lou. Yes, I certainly have. Yeah, we've gotten a nice enhanced bonus back. So that'll be across the four main meetings, Randwick, Caulfield, Havara and Matamata on the first five year. If you don't finish fifth, you get your money back up to $50 oh. in your account and yeah. our provincial still paying out too on the fixed odds. So you have a bet in your fixed odds account. That provincial comes up on the screen there, your result, the money is staying straight in your account. So you can uh, have another investment, which is awesome. And look, in Matamata, huge day. No surprise, Dynastics being the best backed in Hawke's Bay Guineas. Uh, Opie gave him a really good push yesterday. And Imperatriz as well, best backed in the Arrowfield, followed by La Creek and Mustang Valley. Look, she's still taking money for Andrew Forsman. Obviously, the team's in great stead, but probably needing uh, a bit more wet track. But she's taking heaps of money there. And as far as the NPC... And the rugby goes, I can tell you, the most popular power play uh, with the in, with the rugby, the girls, this weekend, there's been Ruby Tui, Stacey Flula, and Portia Woodman, each anytime try scorers. It's at 350. It's been really, really popular, that power play. $300 on either team to win by 1 to 10, and between 46 and 55 total match points, Auckland and North Harbour at $6. has been really popular, and $750 on Auckland this morning to cover the 2.5-point start at 187 with those All Blacks inclusions. Beautiful, Pip. And Beautiful. Do, you have, do you have any <laughs> a, a public apologies to make on behalf of the Penrith Panthers? <laughs> I yeah. do not, do I got? do not, Louie. I, I stand by them. Have you seen the video where it's now showing that Louie didn't kick yeah. uh, a player on the ground? It's oh, a fake. I'm happy with that. Deep fake. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I think the, uh, I shouldn't have been doing media stuff that early. Let's put it that way. Stick to your guns. But hey, look. Stick to your guns. Yeah, I, I am. I'm going to stick to my guns. They won back to that premiership. They had a bit of fun. Let them be. Yeah, yeah. Look, let's go. Yeah, that's fair enough. Congratulations, but you did you, you won back to back premierships. You've done it. You got it done. Well done. Um, and we do. We've got five places to get our money back, and a couple that of that is outstanding, isn't that it? Is outstanding. I love that. How's, that's in a giving mood. What's wrong with them? Are they all right? No, I think they. I think this is just the new them. Have they loaded the the telco power play yet? Oh, uh, oh, look, and I'll tell you. Um, yeah, because Paul Moati texted and said that they were that he was talking to the bookies about getting some sort of Tiaka over under power play sorted. Uh, I've got texts here from Wayne and Willis on the Gold Coast saying, thanks for the tip yesterday, what are we backing? Uh, and I actually have a couple today at Ooh. Timaru. <laughs> what? Um, I've actually got one that's... I don't want to say the M word, but it should be winning. 28 away from 9. I'll tell you what it is up after the news with Aroha for Kubota. Together with shaping and building New Zealand. Don't go anywhere. So what you want? I want bourbon.
Okay, loveracing.nz, your home for everything thoroughbred racing. And if you got the $2.10 around this runner when it opened, just pat yourself on the back and sit back and watch. $1.80, race four, number four, Aris Aris, or Ari Ari. Uh, look, this thing used to run in the Kevin Hickman colours, I'm pretty sure, the yellow. Almost certain. I'm pretty sure it was trained by Steve Wartridge and Sh- Chris Shaler. It's now with Mark Walker. It's in different colours. So it was obviously bought when um, the Valachi Downs had their sale, I think. I'm just piecing this together. But I tell you what, this mare, the contributor mare, she should have won so many more than two races out of her seven starts. Let's trace her form all the way back to Tarapa and that three-year-old set weights and penalty race literally... 361 days ago where she ran in behind Paranui Bay by a long head. Remember Paranui Mm. Bay? Yeah, that's a good horse. He unfortunately um, had a paddock accident and and was uh, euthanised, but he was a really, really progressive horse. So she's gone well there. She's won a really good company at Wanganui SP. Starting price was $2.70 that day. That was a good North Island field. Then she was last uh, star at Topor at that really nice Topor meeting. Ran in behind Shala, who stole it and won it at a huge price that day. But she bet real slim Trady, who came flying home. That was a good field. She goes down, and no disrespect to this field, but it's not the strongest rating 75 benchmark you're ever going to see in the world. If you got the $2.10, you're laughing. Honestly, I think $1.80 is still good. You could... Cross your fingers and hope that the TAB, this is one of their boosted runners for today because they do like to boost the short price ones. So you might, they might, you never know, they might give you two bucks around it. I don't know, I'm just purely speculating. And when Arisa Arisa salutes, which I'm expecting it should at that price, you could then roll it in and have an each way bet, Izzy, an each way bet on Thistle in race number six. The only concern is can Tina get her out of the barriers because she's got barrier one, which is great if she can jump. But I think this um, mare's pretty talented. And look, Tina Komanyagi, we know how good she is. Second up, that's where it got its win last start, uh, last prep. Four fifty, a dollar ninety. Race number six, number nine. Thistle, a little bit of a reinvestment if you're into that each way. After Aris, Aris oh. salutes. So there you go for Timaru. Who would have thought? So many. There's so many to choose from, Louis. Like, it's just, I don't know. The gift that just keeps on giving, and I've, I've done my two multis for the weekend. I'm going to stay true. I've obviously, I've, I put it on one late after Dave Ellis, Prismatic, Stella Splendid. Yeah. And then I've obviously gone with Hugh and Marshy's tip on the Bella Beals for a place top three. Nice. So that is um, one of them. And look, it's, you know, Stella Splendid, uh, obviously for the Futures Guineas. I got it at thirty ones. It's coming to eight. Oh, <sighs> tips not burglar. slips, mate. Burglar. Tips not slips. <laughs> You're talking about where's, burglars. Where's the mail? <laughs> hey boys, oh, just look, a, this was a while back. <laughs> your dad's son. Yeah, Jay. Just a quick update on the. <laughs> just a quick update on the cricket boys. The girls are chasing one hundred and three, and they've just lost Susie Devine to a run out where Amelia Kerr's hit it down the wicket and it's touched the bowler's hand as uh, oh. Susie Devine's walked down and hit the wicket and, and she was on fire, Susie Devine, tw- hit, hit in 23 off 26. So um, a big loss of a wicket there. They need 60 or 63 balls uh, to beat the West Indies in the T20.
Yeah, there you go. 60 from 63. Although it doesn't look like Sophie Devine's left yet. Oh, she has. Has she? Has she gone off? Yeah, she's just gone off. All right, so she's been replaced. Just waiting to see who the next batter might. That's the worst way to go out. Oh, Oh, she was filthy. That's the worst way. Filthy. You should be. Filthy. Because that's not even. You don't have a man cad. It's like a man cad gone, like, you know, the other way of it, isn't it? Probably backing up too far. Yeah, it's just unlucky. Um,. It's just really, really, really unlucky. Right, we've got the yeah, Friday tipple coming up, so we'll just boost through these texts here. Adam, I uh, hope everyone's enjoying their weekends, keeping the positive juices flowing. Uh, Timidary races, I better go for a cheeky get up the alligator blood. Look, yeah, um, look, alligator blood's going to give us sight. Is he going to get the 2,000 metres? Well, kind of looks like he might. What a training job that Adrian Ross and um, Gay Waterhouse have done with him, Adam. Yeah, what a race, Kimpy. Bang on. Hey, now... Caleb Clark was on TikTok Live answering all sorts of questions last night. Awesome. Love it that players are using their own profiles and connecting with a new audience. But unfortunately, well, it's not unfortunately, just the reality is not everyone's on TikTok. And you got to spread your resource and you need to talk to all sorts of fans. And whether you like it or not, newspapers and radio are still a huge medium. Dagger, just a quick point. ALB has been on SCNZ just about every week since his injury between Newell's and Beaver's show. Is this, because, is this his choice and because he's not in All Blacks camp? Yeah, look, we're our own, we're our own um, representative. We can we can do what really we want to, and if we if we have friends, like he's obviously friends with myself and Beaver, so he'll be comfortable coming on the show. And yeah, just reach out. You can do whatever you want, and, and I guess when you're under that All Blacks brand, they probably you've got to use the front door, as they say, instead of going in the back door. Um, so that's just the way it goes. But when you're on your own, mate, do what you want. I can go on any show or. Go on, I used to go on the rock all the time or whatever. Just do whatever you want. And um, that's what Anton's doing, and he's doing a fantastic job too. Well put, mate. Very well put. He's back this week, you know? Yeah, he will be. And yeah. and, and uh, we want to see him go boom. Great question, great answer. After this, our choices for poll results and ah, the Friday tip. Glug, 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 glug. Love it. Love it. Right, I promise you the poll results, boys. Actually, what were you? You were both Ford Ford, weren't you? Ford Ford, yeah. The choices flooring, spring catalogue, inspiring savings on carpet, timber, hybrid, luxury, vinyl, window, furnishings and rugs. Well, the choices flooring poll, we've asked you to have your choice. It's a simple one. We don't have this for any longer past this weekend, and we still don't really have it for this weekend. But it's holding forward one last time. And the poll results, well, you guys win. 58% forward. Yeah, boy. Yeah. 42% have their heads screwed on. i got a quick story about that. If you if you got 30 seconds, i got a quick story. 25 yeah. My first car ever bought, Izzy, my first car ever bought cost me a thousand bucks. It was the XY Falcon, mate. They're worth about 50, 60 grand today. And my dad drives drives me home. He's got an XA rust bucket. And he says, nice car, son. I went, yeah, it is nice, eh, Dad? I went in to just have a wash my face and I knew what he was saying. His car had these mag wheels on it. My car never. So I said, oh, you can have my car. I'll have yours. I like the mag wheels. He went, you sure? I went, yep. So I gave him this really nice car, and I got his rust bucket. I went to work the next day, got home. The mag wheels were off it. I had these shitty little skinny things on the XA and a rust bucket. (laughs) I had my first car. <laughs> oh, oh, you cut me up! How many cards you got, Kimby? How many cards a lesson for young got? players. <laughs> don't give how many cards you got parked don't up? Don't give into your old man. How many cards you got parked up, Kimpy? Too many, <laughs> if any. Sean Kenny. Uh, well, guys, we've made it. It's time for the Friday Tipple. Ooh. <laughs> 
Really? You are off it today. <laughs> Quick shout out to Dave Dobbin too, he's dealing with his own health uh, problems at the moment. Read that the other day, so uh, one of the great all-time New Zealand magicians, musicians, sorry, musicians, absolute champion. Here we go boys. Well it's been a long time coming, but the Rugby League World Cup is now just around the corner. On Tuesday we spoke with Thomas Luluai, who is retiring and will suit up for his country one more time in a warm-up game against lead rhinos. He's been joined by been in camp with the boys and has been impressed by their lack of arrogance despite being labelled as tournament favourites. I can honestly say I reckon it's the most talented Kiwi team I've seen for a very long time. They're all good people too, Kempi, which is, is really good, man, humble. When you come into camp, you know, you, you see these guys that are superstars, but just see how humble they are and good people, man, that, that's also very important. The Kumara never speaks of its out. sweetness, is he? Yeah, beautiful. What a way to go out, Kempi, obviously being given the reins. Captain. Of the team in his last outing. Beautiful. Good on you, Tommy. Love your work, brother. And uh, we also love a bit of Kiwi ingenuity. And Emirates Team New Zealand have been the trendsetters when it comes to pushing the boundaries of what's possible on the water for years. Now, however, it's theirs and Glenn Ashby's efforts on dry land that caught our attention this week. Glenn is attempting to break the land speed record, 250,000 miles an hour in a land yacht, which he believes is possible as long as he puts the pedal to the metal. I have you know, huge confidence in the design and the engineering, so it's really up to me to sort of man up and, uh, and hang on to the thing and actually um, you know, keep the power absolutely flat to the floor and actually steer the craft at about a 10 degree drift um, across the surface at over 200 kilometres an hour. Yeah, I'm an adrenaline junkie, but that's just crazy. Did you see the other day they actually went out and had a little uh, practice mm. on the on the salts and it was raining it rained the night before so there's a bit of water on the on the salt there salt lake so uh, hopefully they get uh, mother nature to play its part izzy over the past year and a half we've come to develop a good friendship with cole paul cole who once again sits atop the squash world cup ranking squash world rankings it hasn't been all smooth sailing for our mate though as he looks to avoid making the same mistakes he made during his previous reign Maybe if I'm being completely honest, I was guilty of getting a little bit distracted and, and it turns my off-court life. But, you know, this time around, I've spoke to a lot of people that have helped me out and given me some, you know, pretty wicked advice, including my man uh, Izzy there. So, yeah, I feel a bit more prepared and a bit less overwhelmed with the whole thing. Superman gets some advice from Robin. <laughs> it's easy when you're the hunter. It's harder when you're the hunted. To stay on top, and he's obviously learned his lessons. Yeah, yes, Love it, Colsey. Yesterday also, as we spoke with Melody Robinson, who was this week's more than an athlete, the former rugby star's trans- uh, transitioned successfully from her playing career to being in a position of power at TVNZ as the leader of their sports coverage. She pointed at her time in the Black Ferns as the reason for her current success. I didn't think 20 years ago I'd ever be in a position of leadership, but I am, and I just think it was all to do with being involved in an environment with Black Ferns, which was ahead of its time and just incredibly amazing at giving women self-esteem and letting you understand that you should be who you are because that's what makes you fantastic. Nice. Good work, Mel. 
Finally, I would like to give our toast of the week to an unlikely hero, Jake Sheehan, as the New Zealand heavyweight champion in professional wrestling. And this weekend, he'll be defending his title at the action-packed wrestling one-night stand. He'll be forming in the name of charity with all proceeds from the night going towards muscular dystrophy, Northern. Despite fighting for such a worthy cause, the champ is no nice guy in the ring and wasn't shy when it came to boasting about his feats. Championship run has been something of a legend. I, I'm not going to lie to you, lad. Um, I've been beating the best to the best up and down the country. I've been beating boys much bigger than me. I've been beating boys that have come back from hiatus. They've been overseas, wrestling overseas. They've got an experience. They've come back home. They think they can dominate the scene now that they've had a bit of overseas experience. Running to me, show's over. Is that, is that Muhammad Ali? <laughs> show's over. Float like a butterfly, sting like Jake. Oh, how good. What a week. Boys, it's actually um, Joe. What did we leave out of the tipple? We left something out. Uh, George Conia. Uh, we left something else out. We've had a huge week, and it's just another. It's good time to point out thanks to all our guests that make themselves available. Um, well done yeah. for doing that and, and coming out here, giving some of your time. On with Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Any of those chats you want to go get in full, head to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on our podcast channels. We're going to wrap the whole puppy up with the doyen. Up after this, it's a massive sporting weekend. No doubt he's got plenty of mail for you and a huge show to wrap up his week. Ian Smith after this. Nearly 9am and Dave in Caracas says, put Holden in your multi. It's, it's a ceremonial. The last year, the go, the giz and the ferns. Have a great weekend. You too, Dave. And Smithy, we'll sleep on it thanks to Temper with you. And on Monday, mm. hopefully you've got a good line for us on the Black Ferns and you can tell us whether they're a genuine World Cup contender. I shall. I shall. I'll keep very close eye on I'm looking forward to it, actually, uh, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but I, I must confess, I didn't realise that you guys were actually drinking uh, until this morning when you did the Friday tipple, uh, because I, I didn't realise, uh, Izzy, that uh, I, I did not uh, realise for one second that Dave Dobman was a magician. Uh, and, uh, and I didn't realise either. Musician. All this time during my... I corrected my job. it. And Kempe. And Kempe. Stockley. Just go, on, go back come and on, listen come to off the, the tape, boat Kempe. Yeah, come on, Kempe. Uh, all my What's years of growing Sophie, up through to the Sophie tender Bates. old age of 65. <laughs> Sophie Bates, that's a good one. But how about this one? How about this one? When, when Robin is getting advice from Superman, all this time I thought he was working for Batman. <laughs> <laughs> We're on one. We're on one, Smithy. I don't know if you wouldn't have been here since 6am, but we have been saying some absolutely outrageous things to this morning. <laughs> that one that one passed me. I didn't get that one, but I got the other one. The other well, he doesn't one. have a sidekick, oh. Superman, Smithy. That's why I threw Robin in there. <laughs> He doesn't need one, he's Superman. <laughs> Ian Stockley, you've just made my day. Oh, I'm going to go tear it up on that golf course. You have a good three hours, my friend. Oh, my magician. Well, he was a bit of a magician. Everything he did, did, uh, sang, touched, uh, I've lost it. Anyway, mate, take care. Have a good weekend. We'll be back Monday Go ahead, to Robin. reflect on the weekend. My kids are in here smashing holes in the wall. We'll have a great day. Take care. Ah, how good. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it.
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.